1: quarters, uh, one morning (laughs) when you are woken up by a knock at the door and, uh, you get up to open it sleepy-eyed, but whenever you open the door, there's no one there except for a note that says, Dartle, meet me in the guildmaster's office, signed A.
2: A? Is it, like, what kind of font is this this A? Is it, like, curly Q? Is it, like...
1: Yeah, it's, like, very scripty. Very scripty?
2: Okay, that'll... Hmm. That really narrows it down, doesn't it, folks? <laughs> I'm sure there's something I can do with that. Um. Okay. I'm gonna first things first. I gotta get everything ready to go adventuring. I guess I'm gonna put on my old man cloak and. <laughs> um.
1: Yeah. Go for it. I'm gonna find everything
2: I need. Uh, my wand, etc. And uh, I'm ready to go.
1: Do you have a wand?
2: Yeah. Oh, they never mentioned my wand?
1: No, I don't think oh. so. Unless I'm just forgetful and ignorant. I probably, I
2: don't know. I also have an old man accent one of every six episodes. So let's. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think continuity is really my strong point.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: Oh, uh, man.
1: Okay. Excellent.
2: All right. So uh, we can continue. What's, what was that note again?
1: Yes. <laughs> Um, it said, the note says, Dardal, meet me in the guild master's office, signed A, with a scripty A that we determined. All right,
2: I'm going to get up and I'm going to go to the guild master's office. Do do I remember where it is? It's been a long week. Like, do I have to roll for that?
1: (laughs) No, 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 no. You know, you have been here for a while now, so you don't, you remember where everything is. Don't worry. Good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, um so you head down to um the guild master's office, Andy's office, and you knock on the door and when you open it, sitting in Andy's chair is Arwen. Oh. And he says, Ah, Dottle, please come in. Let's chat.
2: Hello, I missed your suave accent.
1: <laughs> and he he glares <laughs> at you and he says, I'm sorry, I don't appreciate that.
2: I I sorry, it's it's the middle of the night and i uh i got a note which woke me up somehow with, with a knock on the door and, good it's, God, it's, notes it's are... not
1: the it's not the middle of the night it's it's in the morning i should oh. have uh uh established that but uh right. go ahead sorry
2: N- notes are knocking on doors nowadays i mean what do you want from me all right so, <laughs> this better be an urgent matter because i haven't had my ex-benedict yet
1: he says Yes, I assure you this is a a quite urgent matter, but before we get into that, just so you're informed, I am currently acting Guildmaster as Andy is taking a break and working on the investigation.
2: Ah, you know what, I I gotta say, I I think you're gonna do well. I, I already miss Andy, she was dope.
1: Yes, I quite miss her too but... Um,
2: <laughs> she, she was indeed the dopest. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, he says, I've called you down here because I have an urgent assignment for you. We've received a distress call from a town north of here, and they need help immediately. It could be a bit dangerous, but you won't be going with your team, but instead going with a partner. And he says, c oh and (laughs) (laughs) he
2: can see his brain he's rolling his eyes
1: right now chauncey uh the halfling walks into the room and he says yes guild master and arwen replies get suited up you're going on an adventure today and when he says this chauncey lights up and he rushes out of the room to go get dressed
2: I'd like everybody to know I'm not pleased
1: with this. <laughs> <laughs> um, Stupid. Uh, Arwin continues on, and he says, In this town, called Haven Watch, there is a cave that is home to a dangerous beast, and ever since the town was built, they have had a bard that plays music to keep the beast calm and at peace. That's but, helpful. unfortunately, the bard has gone missing. This mm. puts- Particular beast is nocturnal, so for the past few nights, it has been rampaging on the town while the townsfolk have to run and hide into the darkness. It's thrown the town into complete chaos, and we need you to to find the bard so he can return to his duties.
2: Oh my goodness. Yeah, that's that does sound quite terrible. Um, wow. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to turn to Chauncey. I'm like, all right, buddy, uh, you got some experience playing like the bagpipes or something?
1: Um and yeah, Chauncey has come back in at this point, and you can see that uh, from the weapons that he is holding, he is a ranger, and uh, he. <laughs> Good. <ahead>. I was <laughs> he worried. Has, he has uh, like a a bow and also a large javelin, uh, strapped to his back, and he says, "No, I have no experience with any instruments at all."
2: All right, can, I'm gonna ask a Not, not to be, do the whole insubordination thing. Um. Uh, uh, Interim Guildmaster, sir. But why not send me with a bard?
1: Um, Arwin looks down and he says, Unfortunately, all of the bards that are at the guilds currently, which there are not many to begin with, are all out on their own missions.
2: The, is there demand for bard missions now?
1: <laughs> well, what he means send by that. The <laughs> no, what he means by that is that they're all in teams and so that all the teams are. Out being busy
2: goodness, I, I didn't know alright, alright <laughs> Darl's just grumbling to himself. <laughs> bards alright, alright, okay, okay I'm gonna take Junior here with me um, is there anything else that I'm gonna need to know?
1: and he says uh, yes, please, before you go, take this and he pulls out two golden emblems with the guild diamond in the middle of it with the, with the GTH in the middle. Our and he says, super cool logo. <laughs> he <laughs> says, uh, this is a magical item that we've started to give out to everyone. And with it, we can track your location in case you were to go missing. And it also acts as an emergency signal. If you press your palm to the emblem, it will send us a signal that you're in trouble and you need help. And we will drop everything to have someone come and help you. And likewise, if you see it glowing, we need you to drop everything and come help us.
2: Gotcha. Okay, I can, I can, I can dig it. I can dig that.
1: And this can be worn as like an accessory, of some okay. sort, if you, awesome. if you want to accessorize. I'm
2: gonna, I'm gonna put it on. Um, I'm gonna like. Can I like? Is there a, a chain or something that I could attach it to?
1: Yeah, he'll he'll give you whatever you need to do what you want excellent that's that's what i like to hear okay <laughs> that does not um, apply to all situations <laughs> 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 just with this all right
2: thank you okay um let's see what, what am i forgetting oh uh yes can i uh roll perception can i like or not perception uh insight or perception insight perhaps on our friend the 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 Chauncey master and see how good he is at fighting, maybe? What his strengths um, are?
1: Yeah, sure. Go if, for it. If
2: I roll a nat 20, can you just email me his character sheet?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, sure. Deal.
2: All right. That is a... Shit, what am I rolling? Insight?
1: Uh, Yes, insight. All right. Why am I so
2: unwise?
1: <laughs> You're a wizard. You should be wise.
2: Because <laughs> I rolled... History instead. Oh uh, well. Guess that doesn't make sense. All right, you got plus zero to insight. Then that's a seventeen.
1: Okay, so um, you can tell. Uh, I'll tell you that he's a higher level than you are, um, and uh, he's very dexterous. Okay. Um, higher level than
2: me. That's surprising. Okay, I like this. Very dexterous. Good.
1: Um, and he's okay at strength and he is okay at constitution and uh he's got some cool attacks
2: gotcha okay cool he's higher like how high is he like really high level
1: not not super high he's still in your same like range but um definitely higher than you
2: gotcha um okay awesome so all right are we um all right chauncey um lead lead the way buddy uh Good, good seeing you, Mister Arwin. Uh, good luck on the uh, on the new position. I, I hope that they pay you well. Um, if I come back without Chauncey, um, yeah. Bye. <laughs>
1: um, and he says, "Yes, I, I wish the best of luck to you too." And he claps his hands, and uh, a blue portal opens up in uh, in the office, and he says. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he says uh, before you leave please be wary you must be out of there before the sun goes down I don't know what lies in that cave or what it's capable of
2: good that's that's actually how I like it <laughs> <laughs> thanks for, thanks for letting me know um <laughs> okay uh, also we, we have portals now is that in our budget like...
1: and uh Arwen says, yes, it's been in my budget for quite a while now. God, show off.
2: Okay. Later, <laughs> dude. <laughs> Dartle's like, been out-wizarded, and he's trying to not to look impressed by this. <laughs> he's like, yeah, yeah okay. whatever. <laughs> I did that in the fifth grade.
1: Okay. <laughs> All right,
2: Chauncey. Let's uh, let's do this. If you hold my hand, I'll slap you. Ready? <laughs>
1: Uh, He says, yes, I'm ready. All right, jump through the portal. (laughs) Yeah, okay, so you two step through the portal and you are instantly enveloped in blue light and you are transported to the outside of a dry desert town. The sand immediately kicks up into your face and you can see the town kind of from up above and you can see that this cave that Arwen was talking about is actually situated directly in the middle of the town, and it's <laughs> it's it's less so a cave, but more so a giant pit in the ground. And mm. uh, next to it sits an empty bench.
2: Oh. Alright. Uh, an empty bench, you say? Yeah.
1: Yes. Which you can assume is where the uh, the bard would be sitting if he were there.
2: Alright. Um, I would like to check out the history of this bench, see if there's any type of special things i should know about
1: it well you're not next to it so you're you're kind of outside the town right now so yeah. um so right. what you see when you're when you're walking into the town is that there are a few bigger buildings that kind of stand out to you yeah. there is a saloon there is a sheriff's station there is a library and there is a general store and um so the deal with this whole thing is that Arwen warned you that you needed to get out of there by sundown, right? And so right right. now it is noon and you need to be out of there and done with the mission before five o'clock.
2: Man, why couldn't, isn't it not the summer? Why couldn't it be the summer, 8 (laughs) p.m.?
1: Well, it gets dark at five o'clock here now and I'm salty about it, so I'm making you deal with it.
2: Great, thanks. Yeah, it must (laughs) really suck in L.A. Uh, for you. all right. Here we get, here we go. Um, normally, I'd say we'd go to the saloon, but we're going to be eaten alive if we if we do that. Don't drink and drive, kids. So I'm going to go straight to the library and bring Chauncey with me.
1: Alrighty. So you are are going down to the town, and you see there are a few residential buildings on the outskirts, but this place actually looks pretty deserted and probably for good reason, given the the information that you have been told. Oh. <laughs> and uh, you walk inside the library and you see uh, a dwarf girl sitting at the the front desk.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll walk up to the dwarf girl and be like, Hello, I'm Dartle, the world's most inconsistently accented gnome. And this is my associate
1: cohort in training, Chauncey. And Chauncey says, Associate cohort in training? Really? Don't fall for that one.
2: Hey, you're one of the few people in the world who can say they got a dumber accent than Dartle, So come on. <laughs> what, what are you off me? Anyway, so here's the thing, you kiddo. Know. Um, the whole, I, I, uh, the guild, you know the, the guild of the three heroines? You know what i
1: uh, She says, well, howdy, boys. It's, it's nice to meet you, but, uh... God, get-
2: doing a <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no! <laughs>
1: um, she says... Uh, guild? I don't know anything about any guild. Oh.
2: Well, no matter. Here's the thing, bud. They sent us to take care of your little cave
1: problem. Cave problem? I don't know what you're talking about.
2: <laughs> okay, so, um, you're, you're telling me that nothing comes out of the cave and eats people at night?
1: Oh yeah, the town cave. I know about that. But is something gone wrong?
2: Uh, yes. No. All right. Um, are there, are there any books about the cave
1: around here? Uh, we got one dusty little book up in the back, but uh, all it says is about the town history and how we got founded back a couple hundred years ago, and how our founders came to this uh this here cave. And settled around it because they were initially friends with the with the cave monster
2: the cave monster there's a monster in the cave well what what can you tell me more about this cave monster?
1: Well, I don't know much about it, but uh if you talk to the the man who runs the saloon, he might be able to tell you what's going on around here
2: okay. Excellent. I'm gonna run on to the saloon and it turns out my first instinct to get wildly drunk uh, to solve my problems was actually right, so uh, <laughs> today at Guildfellows, kids, this is what you've learned. Alright, well thank you kindly. Is it okay if I check out that library book before I head out?
1: Well, just know that you need to have it returned by the end of next week.
2: Don't no worry. Um, I'll I'll make sure to do that, alright? I'm gonna, I'm gonna go grab the book,
1: Animal Okay, you got it um all right
2: so i'm gonna head out with chauncey and i'm gonna do like a dartle do his little bow you know and then he'll uh he'll move on to the saloon
1: and she curtsies back at you oh how cute (laughs) (laughs) and so you're headed to the saloon now yep and so all, all while you're uh walking around the uh town um it's it's very deserted, like I said before, and it's all, like she said, situated kind of directly around the, the hole. And uh, roll insight for me. Roll insight.
2: That's a 14.
1: Okay, yeah, you can tell that her not knowing what's going on is kind of strange. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like could I, tell I think you. Like, could, I'm glad I think you could guess do. that much, but I, I think you were kind of questioning yourself in what you heard. What you heard is correct. She's just it it's just kind of suspicious that she she doesn't know what's happening.
2: All right, so I'm
1: gonna hit the saloon. Okay. So you walk into the saloon and you see the only person you see in this saloon, uh it it's pretty much deserted, A, because the town is deserted and B it's Noon <laughs> on a weekday, so <laughs> <laughs> so uh you see this human man he's tall, he's a little bit rough around the edges, he's uh on the older side, and he's a lot bigger than the both of you, and kind of intimidating, and he says, "How are there, boys? What can I do you for?"
2: Yeah, well, my name is Dartle Pine I'm <laughs> God, the fastest gun in the west." <laughs> And I'm here to take care of uh, the problem you guys seem to have yourselves.
1: Uh, he says, "Well, I don't know what you're on about about being the fastest gun. Is that what you said? I don't know. I'm I'm guessing that uh, you two are looking for the bard.
2: Hey, don't you bullshit me? You know why I'm here. Now you tell me where this bard is right now. Or we're gonna have some problems. Man, this he western says, thing is awesome." <laughs> 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 Continue, please.
1: He says. Well, what I can tell you right now was that this bard was uh, a frequent at my bar. His name was Harpo, Harpo the Bard. But uh, <laughs>
2: was his last name Marks?
1: Harp Harpo Harpo the Bard.
2: <laughs> uh, <laughs> his last name was the Bard. I'm guessing. Please tell me he didn't play a harp. Like he played like a flute.
1: <laughs> uh, I don't know. You'll have to find out eventually. Um, oh, that'll be funny. Right, but uh, he says, by the way, my name is Ray, and it's nice to meet you two gentlemen.
2: Nice to meet you, too. I reckon you're a good man.
1: I can be at times. Uh, so, yeah, this uh, this bard, Harpo, he was a uh, frequent at my bar, but I don't know how much more information I can get you unless you can do me a quick favor. Oh, man. All
2: right. What kind of favor? need someone killed
1: i've got a rat problem you see
2: <laughs> i'm level four when <laughs> i'm gonna like presidigitate like a like a question mark above chauncey's head um, <laughs> just to, to project my this is beneath me <laughs> onto a higher level person continue now. Uh,
1: uh chauncey like waves at, tries to get the, <laughs> get the question mark off, off of his head and he says, if you can clear them rats out in my basement, I think I'll have a little more that I can tell you boys.
2: Okay, all right. Uh, where's the basement?
1: <laughs> he says, it's back that way. And he points down the hallway and there is a door. All right. That, that leads to a staircase.
2: Scale of one to ten, how much pure grain alcohol is down there?
1: Uh, well, it's where I keep my storage, so I would say probably, uh, around your standards, probably an eight.
2: Alright, we're gonna, (laughs) we're gonna use a, not firebolt, then. right, we're gonna...
1: Probably a good idea, yeah.
2: All right, cool, chill touch it is. Well, I'll (laughs) see you back in a few minutes. Uh, Chauncey, you lead the way.
1: So Chauncey leads you to the door and then down the steps, and you, you go down the steps and you see what the basement kind of looks like. Uh, it's dark and dusty there are no windows down here obviously and there are lots of barrels with like whiskey and other barreled alcohols and uh as you're walking down one of the barrels starts to rattle and then another barrel starts to rattle and then two giant rats jump out at you and they hiss (laughs) and so roll initiative
2: (laughs) oh man all right here we go Nice. That's like a not very much. What's, what is my image? plus? Are you kidding me? Are we plus a plus one on this character? All right, that's eight.
1: Okay. And then Chauncey is rolling an 11. And then rat one. Shit. Ugh. It's a five. And rat two is a ten. Okie dokie. So Chauncey is going first. Um, Let me pull out my enemy sheet for uh, these rats. Okay, so Chauncey is going to attack the rat on the right, which is closer to him. You're on the left. You're kind of in a square right now. The four of you. So he's gonna attack rat number one. Using I've never used a ranger this much before. It's an action you can expel. One ranger spell slot to sense whether any Okay. Okay, he's gonna use his javelin Mm-hmm. which is a javelin of lightning.
2: Ooh, uh, wh- that is, which is really cool.
1: Yeah, that's it's a pretty rare weapon. Um it's a magic weapon. Okay, so he's going to hit Would that be a strength modifier probably? Or um, dexterity modifier? I have no
2: idea. I, I think I've it's never... I think
1: it's I think it's probably dexterity since he's like a, a ranger and he has like sense advantage on it so that is 13 so he hits the first rat and now the uh the rat has to do a dc save a a dex save and the rats are pretty dexterous so that does not save so he's (laughs) getting 46 of damage on him which might kill him
2: (laughs) oh my goodness that's a good start
1: two, two, one,, eight. okay so he does eight damage on this rat um give me a second to do math. okay so he has hit rat number one. I think he might have an extra attack, but basically what this thing does is okay, I don't think he has an extra attack the javelin basically turns into a bolt of lightning oh and like electrocutes him i think damn
2: <laughs> that is severely cool like i'm I'm looking at chauncey and i'm like man you're not as dumb as you look
1: and he says you shouldn't as- underestimate me yeah so
2: is he the one humming that or is that you
1: that's me thinking. Okay. Uh,
2: <laughs> makes me look at the, you shouldn't underestimate me. ba, 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 ba. <laughs> Like, dancing to him. <laughs> okay, like, okay, so... Buddy.
1: So... His turn's over, and now it is rat number two's turn, and he's gonna attack you, Dartle. And he's gonna bite you, because that's literally his only attack.
2: <laughs> Am I... Who's bigger, Dartle or a giant rat?
1: You're about the same size.
2: Oh, I'll take it.
1: That's a seven, so that probably doesn't hit, right?
2: No, it does not.
1: So he lunges at you, and he hits his head into a, into a barrel, and it cracks one of the barrels. Gotcha. Uh, and I now can... it is your turn.
2: All right, Um, that, that rat who, who went after me, it, it don't sit too right with me, so I'm just going to use my chill touch on him. Okay. So range spell attack, I've got... Uh, so my spell attack is... Oh, shoot, where's my... So range spell attack is um, plus 7 to hit. Okay. That is a 17.
1: Yep, that totally hits.
2: And that is 1v8.
1: Okie dokie.
2: So that is 4 damage.
1: Okay. So you hit this rat pretty easily with this spell since he is, like, dizzy from hitting his fucking head on barrel. <laughs> Ow. and ba-ba-ba-ba. so what what does that do what does that spell do it just uh freezes him or uh, just hits him with a thing of ice
2: so uh the chill touch is it's more chill as in like creepy than is temperature cold
1: oh it's i a, see i see you okay. create a
2: ghostly skeletal hand in the space of creature within range Make a rain spell attack to assail it with the chill of the grave. <laughs> so metaphorical. <chill. laughs>
1: okay, so he like rots a little bit. I see. Um, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so you got him pretty easily, and now it is Rat Number One's turn, and he's gonna attack Chauncey with a bite again. And one thing I forgot on the on the last. Role is that these rats have an ability called Pack Tactics, mm. which means they have advantage on attack rolls if they have an ally nearby.
2: That's kind of cool. So
1: then Chauncey and I
2: can... Can Chauncey and I get Pack Tactics if we... No, you, you don't have that ability.
1: Come um, best friends. <laughs> so he... Bu, 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 hold on. He's got armor. So... hold hit for Chauncey. 14, that doesn't hit, but he has advantage. Oh, that's a 22, so that hits Chauncey real good. Um, That'll do it. So yeah, he lunges at Chauncey and uh, bites right into his arm. And Chauncey takes four damage. Uh, Okay. So now... Chauncey, no! (laughs) it's It's back to Chauncey's turn, and he is gonna try to get this fucking rat off of his arm, <laughs> and he has two short swords, so he's gonna use one of them to hit this bad boy, and that is fourteen, so that hits the thing that hits the the boy and so it does. 1D6 plus 4. That's nine damage. And this rat is dead. He slices this rat in half off of his arm. No. And now it's your turn.
2: Alright, um, so I'm gonna break out the chill touch again. Only this time I'm gonna make it in shape of like a like a like a wolf hand puppet, you know what I mean? Okay. Like a shadow puppet, just I don't know. I think it would be cute, you know. No, yeah, that's that stuff. is okay, cute.
1: Cool. Yes. Awesome.
2: Except it's only bones, so that must look a little weird. Um, that is an eleven to hit.
1: That does not hit. What? It's a
2: rat. Okay, fine. It's a giant rat. This <laughs> so should be easier to hit.
1: He's gotten up from his dizziness and he's now better. <laughs> so now he's going to attack you, and he no longer has advantage. That is a thirteen. Or, no, that's a 17. Uh,
2: yes, it does hit.
1: Okay, so he's mad at you for trying to decompose him, and he (laughs) gets you for 7 damage.
2: Uh, what's a little decomposition amongst
1: friends? (laughs) And now it is back to Chauncey! No, no, it's your turn. Sorry. Right? right, uh, Yeah. Yes, it's your turn. Okay. I think. Um... I think I might have gone out of order, and that's my bad. So, we'll, I think we'll go to Chauncey again.
2: Gotcha.
1: Back at the top of the round. So, he going to use a short sword again to try to hit this bad boy. That's a 17. That definitely hits. And so, he hits this boy for six damage with a short sword. He stabs him after he tried to attack you. Six damage. Okay. Now, it's... The rat's turn again, and he's going to try to bite you.
2: What? Oh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and that is a 10? Uh, No. 14.
1: A... 14.
2: 14. Sorry. 14. Okay. So here, so my armor class is 11. Is that right? Is that?
1: I mean, yeah, you're a wizard, I think. So, like, <laughs> I, mean, oh, yeah. I mean, I know you're a wizard, but, like, do you have armor that you haven't put on or something? Uh, I suspect this.
2: my dex let me check oh, let me check armor wand crossbow oh,
1: oh, or do you have like a spell for armor
2: i do but uh, i haven't used it yet are you kidding me i thought i had like leather armor or something
1: yeah hm. i don't
2: know oh shoot i'm gonna look into that when i get back
1: <laughs> okay yeah so that's a 14. yeah that uh, 14 hit Okay, so he bites you again for four damage. All right. All right. And now it's to you.
2: Okay, well, I'm getting kind of sick of this, so I'm going to throw... Let's see here. I've got three. Okay, I'm going to use the first level spell, and I am going to choose... I'm going to throw Array of Sickness out. Okay, go for it. So um, just for folks at home, Array of Sickness. Array of Sickness is a greenish uh, energy lashing out towards a creature within range. So I make a ranged spell attack against the target. On a hit, it takes 2d8 poison damage. Okay. So that's a 20 to hit?
1: Yes, that hits
2: and then that is a six and a two, so it's eight damage.
1: Okay, yeah, he's down. You got him.
2: Okay, and since I killed him with a necromancy spell, I get hit points back up to three times that it's level. So I get three hit points back.
0: Okay, cool. Hey, it's Amelia. I edited this episode and decided to add some seasonal flair to the mid-roll announcements. Hope you enjoy it. Twas the mid-roll announcements for the podcast, and this episode would be 2019's last. We have a few things we would like to tell you of updates and happenings of things old and new. These individual stories have come to their end, and next year the group will be together again, with everyone's side quests individually fulfilled, Full Moon at Dawn will reunite in the Guild. Now if you want to own something so you can dress better, purchase yourself a Guildfellows Holiday Sweater. Visit merch.guildfellows.com to find our store, to buy sweaters and t-shirts and tanks and more. If you are ready to support us at the next stage, send us some funding through our Patreon page, patreon.com slash dear, as low as $1 a month on our opening tier. And to thank you for supporting us with such fervor, this also grants you access to our Discord server. You can view higher tiers when you check it out online. I'd share them here, but I haven't the time. Now to like, to follow, to retweet, and share the videos and memes and content out there, follow us at guildfellows to give us a call for Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter and all. Now for Instagram, truly, we think it would be nice to give one of our lovely followers some new sets of dice. When we reach 250 followers that very same day, we will begin another Dice Giveaway. So give us a follow and maybe a like or two, and one day free Dice just might come to you. Another way to support the content you hear is sending us with kind words into the new year. Review us on Apple Podcasts and the words that you say. We will in our future announcements relay. And while recording these podcasts makes us quite merry, we will be on hiatus until mid-January. The exact date will be back, I cannot say when, for I do not yet have 2020 vision. But when we have our return date assigned, we will post on social media for you all to find. There is but one more announcement we need to get through. We wanted to say that we appreciate you. Creating this podcast is work, but it's fun, and without you all, it simply couldn't be done. As we reflect on this project on this past decade, this past year, we thank you for listening. We are glad you are here. I have but one final thing to say, if I might. Happy holidays to all, and to all a good night. So to recap, bye stuff. Follow us everywhere at Guildfellows. Instagram dice giveaway at 250, hiatus until January. Love you, bye. Have I told
1: you guys about Anchor? If you haven't heard about it, let me explain. It's the easiest way to make a podcast. It's a free app that you can find in your phone's app store. It gives you creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast straight from your phone or your computer. Let it be known that you don't need a professional setup to start a podcast. Anchor distributes your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and tons of other platforms. You can make money from your podcasts with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast, in one place we use anchor for our podcasts and as the one who edits and posts our episodes it honestly makes my job so much easier i really and truly love it if you're looking to start your own podcast i highly recommend using anchor to do so you can download the free anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started um you have cleared the the rats and it is now one o'clock
2: Awesome. All right, I'm going to head back up. All right, Chauncey, let's go uh, talk to the bartender.
1: And he's kind of eyeing you because he knows that he did most of the work in that fight.
2: (laughs) (laughs) We both got one. I don't know what he's talking about.
1: Well, he got one by himself, and then you got half of one. So, like,
2: (laughs) he helped you with the other one. Dartle has 20 intelligence, but he doesn't do math.
1: (laughs) Okay, seven so seven strength
2: and seven wisdom here.
1: <laughs> you head back up to the bartender Ray, and he says, "Well, thank you, gentlemen. I've been having to wrestle with those rats for quite a while now. Do you, either of you want a drink?"
2: Uh, do you have anything that will give me back some of the hit points that I just dropped for you?
1: He says, "No, unfortunately not. I've only I specialize in alcohols that uh, lower your hit points."
2: Do you have anything that'll keep my hit points the same?
1: And he says, yeah, I can whip up something small for you.
2: Can I roll the condescend back to him? Just kidding. Hit me with uh, the... Yeah, just give me a shot of whiskey.
1: Um, Okay, As as he's pouring you a shot of whiskey, he says, I assume you two are from the guild?
2: Yeah, you betcha. Best guild this side of the Mississippi.
1: So I assume that you you know the uh the the founders there. Then they used to travel through this here town,
2: did they? I'll tell you what, Chauncey. Did you hear about that? Oh, that... oh my goodness, what is up with you? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> uh, hold up. I... Well, Chauncey, did you hear that the, our guild used to go through this town? Did you?
1: Um, and the the bartender says, well, I don't know if they were here. Before that, the guild was actually made, but the the three of them definitely pitched up here for a while before before they uh, they started everything up.
2: Uh, I reckon that they uh, they might have something to do with this. By the way, I heard there was a monster somewhere uh, whereabouts inside the cave.
1: And he says, uh, yeah, it's pretty easy to spot. He uh, sleeps during the day, and he comes out at night, and that's why we had our our bard friend. But. Uh, you know he's he's been often disappearing now, but now since you have completed my favor, I will hold up my side of the bargain. I did see the bar the night that he disappeared. I was just here bartending like I normally do, and he I, I saw him speaking to some uh, some odd folks that I I, I didn't recognize. One of them was kind of tall and and skinny, and the other was uh smaller and a, a a bit more hefty if if you know what I mean
2: all right, where can we find this uh and Costello look alike
1: not I'm not sure they uh they, all three of them left together, which I thought was kind of odd, but
2: <laughs> in considering it endangered my entire town.
1: <laughs> <laughs> And he says, but um, my brother might be able to tell you more. He's the sheriff of these parts.
2: He, your brother, how small is this town? Oh,
1: I can tell you it's gotten a lot smaller since our, our bard has <laughs> disappeared.
2: All right, well well played. Where can I find the sheriff?
1: He's right across the way.
2: Gotcha. All right, I'm going to head to the sheriff's office. It was nice meeting you. Uh, hopefully we can holler at you if you ever need some. all right?
1: You got it, boys, if... if you ever need something, just come right back. As you can see, I'm not very busy today.
2: <laughs> Thanks, buddy. All uh, right, Chauncey, let's uh, let's go visit this sheriff.
1: And Chauncey says yes to the sheriff. It is. Oh and uh, did you take your to, did you take your shot of whiskey before you? Yeah, left? I'm
2: gonna take a shot of whiskey first. <laughs> Which, by the way, I wonder how that affects me as a <laughs> as a 450 year old two pounder.
1: <laughs> yeah I'm. It, it hasn't kicked in yet but it probably will in like 30 seconds oh. <laughs> um, so you head over to the sheriff's station and uh, you walk in and you see uh, an older man who looks very similar to Ray at, at the front desk and uh, he's writing something as you're walking in and he looks up at you and he plasters a smile on his face and he says, Howdy, boys. What can I do you for?
2: Uh, uh, well, if the press is right, you can do me for one gold coin.
1: <laughs> Dartle, roll insight.
2: Gotcha. Oh, okay. That's a three.
1: Uh, Okay. Never mind. <laughs> Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing's going on here. No- nothing He's <laughs> A very genuine man.
2: Gotcha. All right. Um, Hey, bud. So, I heard that y'all's bar had disappeared, and I'd like to bring them back to you.
1: Yeah, it's been kind of a, a sad sight around here. I've been sheriff of these parts for a long time, and it's been kind of sad to, to see all these people of of this town migrate out due to this uh, due to this unfortunate circumstance. But, migrate uh, out? Huh? But unfortunately, I, I don't have much information for you. All I've got is uh the these two people that I that I locked up the other night. You you look around this sheriff's station and it's very much like Andy Griffith Mayberry <laughs> like uh Mayberry <laughs> jail with like two cells. <laughs> you can't see it inside of them yet because of the way they're angled, but yeah, it's it's like there's two cells and uh like a, a a hallway, and that's pretty much it. Got it. And he uh, says, "You know, I've been, I've been trying to figure out what the heck happened around here, but uh, I don't know. I just haven't really gotten any leads."
2: I'll tell you what. I'll uh, maybe I can do uh, can can help you out. All right.
1: Well, yeah, sure. How do you plan on doing that?
2: Well, Barney Fife here and I are going to go uh, interrogate him. <laughs> yes, Chauncey is now Barney Fife, because he, he described <laughs> are, as Andy Griffin.
1: Who are you planning on interrogating?
2: Um, the people that you locked up.
1: Well, again, there's not really much here, and it's kind of been a lift on my back now that there's not so many people to be uh, policing all the time, but all you right. really only got left me and my brother and the the two other shop owners in this town and i don't really know about much else
2: well here's the problem we need to solve this mystery and i figure that we can help you out you following so far
1: yes i'm following
2: well so we're gonna leave it up to barney to tell us what we're supposed to do barney i'd like to phone a friend here
1: uh, Chauncey says, Well, I do believe it might be in our interest to see the the suspects that you have locked up, Sheriff. Uh,
2: yeah, that's uh, what he said.
1: And I uh, says, Oh, you want a tour of the station? I can do that for you.
2: Oh, fantastic.
1: So, he stands up, and he grabs a very makeshift cane, and uh, he says, Well, just... Just follow me right on back here. And uh, he, he starts walking down the hallway, and he he limps. He has a limp in one of his legs. Ooh. He says, come on, follow me.
2: All right, I'm going to follow.
1: So you follow him down this way, and he says, as I was saying, I've been the sheriff of these parts for for many a year, ever since my brother and I got here, and we were little youngins. <laughs> Um.
2: (laughs) (laughs) oh man you're having so much fun with this i love it
1: (laughs) and he says this town is uh you'd think that a small town would be uh, pretty quiet as far as crimes go but it's been a real big strain on my back and honestly i'm kind of relieved and he he walks you in front of the uh the the jail cells and he says or uh you, you can see on the inside and in in one of the cells there is a fair woman with uh short hair she is pretty skinny and the other is a a balding man kind of heavier and they're just kind of sitting not really doing anything and he says I, I saw these two the other night for for uh, looking suspicious after dark, and uh, I, I figured I'd keep an eye on him.
2: A regular old Bonnie and Clyde you hauled in here.
1: By the way, it's now two o'clock.
2: Damn it. All right. I'm going to go straight up to Bonnie. Well, hello there.
1: And she does not look at you.
2: Okay, great. Hey, hey, buddy, we need, we need to talk. We got like three hours before we die, so come on, hurry up.
1: She does not reply to you. I swear to God.
2: Does she ever talk much, Sheriff?
1: Uh, not since I've seen her being suspicious.
2: Great. Okay, uh, I'm gonna use Detect Thoughts.
1: Detect Thoughts?
2: Yes. Okay. a second level spell. Only have, like, three. Uh, there we go. Um, hold on. Detect Thoughts. Five. Love how we fought rats, and I've already used the first and a second level spell. <laughs> Okay, uh, for duration, you can read the thoughts of certain creatures when you cast the spell as your action on each turn. The spell ends. You can focus your mind on any creature that you can see within 30 feet of you. The creature you chose has an intelligence of 3 or lower. It doesn't speak any language. The creature is unaffected. Um, you initially learn the surface thoughts of the creature what's mine on the moment. As an action, you can either shift your attention to another creature's thoughts or attempt to probe deeper in the same creature's mind. To you probe deeper, the target must make a wisdom saving throw. If it fails, you get insight into its reasoning, if any, its emotional state and something that looms in its mind. If it succeeds, the spell ends. Either way, the target knows that you're probably hoping its mind, and unless you shift your attention to another creature's thoughts, the creature can use its action on a turn to make an intelligence check, contested by your intelligence check. If it succeeds, the spell ends.
1: Okay, so what do I have to do? That was a lot.
2: So, does uh, she have an intelligence of more than three? Yes, she does. Okay. So, I... Um, get to see, get to tell her, um, surface level thoughts.
1: Okay. So, just like what she's saying in her mind right now? Yep. So, you hear her say, Ugh, how long do we have to keep up this charade?
2: Gotcha. So now, I can probe deeper into its thoughts, which is done when I make an intelligence check, and she makes an intelligence check, and, um, this whole thing ends, and I have to burn another spell slot if I want to continue, if you beat me.
1: Okay. So we both Um, roll for intelligence?
2: Yes. And you have to go through a little more detail if I win. If it's tied, we roll again. Okay. Ready?
1: Yep. (laughs) Okay, what'd you get? 11. I got a 21.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Dang. All right. So I'm going to be like, I'm going to choose in and be like, I'm not a big fan of this big charade you're pulling up, Missy. You should tell me what's going on.
1: She kind of looks at you like uh, she just kind of shoots you a look like I'm I'm thinking of like Jesse from from Pokemon sort of deal. Oh, good, good. And uh, she kind of shoots you a look, but she doesn't say anything like she knows something's up, but she right. still does not talk.
2: All right. I'm going to go with the Clyde. OK. I'm sure these people have real names. <laughs> anyway. <clears throat> Excuse me. Short guy.
1: He says, leave me alone.
2: Great. Okay, can you tell me everything going on? No. (laughs) I'll get you some whiskey.
1: I don't like whiskey.
2: What do you like?
1: I like orange juice.
2: Okay, I will get you some orange juice if you tell me what's going on.
1: How do I know you're not lying? (sighs) Let me see the orange juice. Okay, okay,
2: okay. Hey, Hey, Sheriff, can I borrow some OJ?
1: Well, I don't keep any food in here. Oh my
2: goodness. Here's one gold. Chauncey, run to the bartender, ask him for some OJ. He probably keeps around to make screwdrivers or something. And run it back to me, will you?
1: He says, Oh, is this what I am now? Your errand boy? Okay. (sighs) He says, Everyone's
2: an idiot except for Darnold.
1: He says, all right, fine, and he uh, he leaves, and he runs across the way.
2: All right, I'm going to press the digitate. You can press the digitate sound, right?
1: Uh, I'm going to check. Yeah, please check.
2: <laughs> Sensor effects, shower sparks, purpose wind. Faint musical notes, yes. I'm going to make some faint Jeopardy music. <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay. <laughs> I mean, it's going to take Chauncey a minute, so...
2: Okay, um, listen, buddy, do you have nothing to gain from lying to me? Just tell me what's going on. Orange juice is on its way.
1: If I talk, they'll hurt me.
2: Who's gonna hurt you?
1: I can't tell you.
2: Okay, can I, is there any sort of, so, I've got, is there any sort of, uh, insight I can might be able to get from his mannerisms when he's talked about them, they, or?
1: Yeah, go, roll for it.
2: Okay. That's a nat 20.
1: Okay, so you can tell that he's, like, not actually concerned about anyone hurting him. He is lying to you. Good, Um, good. He's just, hes yeah, he's lying to you. Okay, all right.
2: Listen here, buddy. Ain't nobody gonna hurt you around here. We got the finest sheriff in the entire town right here. You're not afraid of nobody. So you tell me what's going on right now.
1: He just kind of looks at the sheriff And then he stops talking.
2: Looks at the sheriff. Wait a minute. Sheriff, you tell me what's going on here. You were involved in this, ain't you?
1: Me? I don't know what you're talking about, son. I'm the sheriff of these parts, and I've been protecting this town. How dare you try to accuse me?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Moses was my grandson. All right, here we go. Um, Is there anything I can tell from his mannerisms when I accuse him?
1: Roll Insight.
2: Nice. That's a three.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah. No, you don't. You don't get anything. He seems angry that you're
2: okay accusing okay, him. Okay. How about this? Let's let's talk about this. Okay. Sorry. I'm just a little on edge. I I had one shot of whiskey that probably weighed fifty percent of my body weight. But please, you got to help me out here. You got to do the right thing. I'll offer you whatever you want in return. I'll do you a favor. Just I know I'm not getting the whole story here, and you need to tell me.
1: He says. He he sighs and he says. The night that the bar disappeared, I was out there, but I was just doing my regular perimeter check, and he was there whenever I was out there. But the time we woke up in the morning, he was gone, and I just don't know what happened. I'm starting to think that maybe this monster just eventually got the best of him. I see. All right, Chauncey walks back in with the orange juice.
2: Okay, I'm going to give the orange juice to Clyde here. All right, here's your orange juice. Tell me what you know. No. It, it, okay, then you're not getting the orange juice. Tell me what you know.
1: <laughs> he, like, reaches for the for the orange juice. He's like, give it to me.
2: <laughs> Buddy, quid pro quo, all right? you. I hand you the orange juice. You tell me what you know.
1: And he said he thinks for a minute and he says okay give okay, me I orange
2: will hand him the orange juice and he, okay. takes, he
1: takes it and he runs back to the back of the cell and he doesn't uh, <laughs> he doesn't yeah, say anything
2: i'm gonna pee you by nature i'm gonna take out my wand and point it to its head tell me exactly what's going on or i will blow your head off
1: sheriff stops you and he's like no 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 we're, we're not gonna have any of that today i think you two need to leave and it All is right. now now three o'clock
2: God damn it! Okay, we're gonna go to the where the bard used to sit, um, and we're gonna investigate for some kind of mischief.
1: Okie dokie. Uh, so you go to the pit, and... On the way
2: there, can I read the book I got from the library?
1: Yes. Sorry, that was an accidental roll. I didn't mean to do that. What are you looking for?
2: Uh, anything about the, this town that'll help me out. Kind of like in the movie, the book... And the movie "It," when they learn about the town, that helps them learn how to defeat the monster
1: oh right okay there's there's not really anything more in in the book than what the the librarian already told you. These people settled around this hole and they one of the ancestors, one of the original founders, used to be friends with this monster, but something happened in the middle where the monster lost trust with the people and have had to subdue it since then
2: gotcha okay so i'm gonna go to the bench
1: okay roll perception
2: got it Uh, damn that's a natural one
1: (laughs) okay you (laughs) okay so you see that there are a series of traps set up around the perimeter and uh there there are some like on the ground like flat around the, uh, the entrance of the hole, and there are some on the inside of the walls in the hole.
2: Wait a minute. Can I look at the uh, the most human of these tracks real quick?
1: Oh, no, no, no. Traps. T-R-A-P-S. Oh,
2: traps. Oh. traps? Oh, great. All right, Chauncey, can you go disarm the traps? I need to think.
1: He says, I... I don't really want to do that. How, how do you suggest that I disarm these traps? Do I just stick my leg in it?
2: That, that would be... If you would do that, that would be great. If, if I get a vote in the matter. But uh, if you... Uh, honestly, you're... I mean, look at you. You got, like, bows and arrows and stuff. Like, I feel like you make bear traps in your spare time. What do you want?
1: He says you want me to waste my resources for your request.
2: We were on this mission together. Whose side are you on?
1: Uh and he just rolls his eyes and he says, Ugh, fine. And <laughs> are you he, kidding me. He takes out some of his arrows and he starts slowly going around one by one to uh on, on one side of the the, the hole. Roll investigation for me.
2: Gotcha. There we go. Something I can use. That's
1: a twenty. Not okay. So you are next to the bench at this point, and you see that one of the traps by the bench has been sprung before, like that, not by Chauncey, Chauncey, and uh, you see that there is a little bit of fabric and blood on on this trap.
2: I'm gonna investigate the fabric. See if I've seen it on somebody before. Okay. That is a twenty-one.
1: Yeah, it's uh, it's the same color as the sheriff's pants.
2: Uh, are the foot. Is there any footprints that are perhaps a little bit more deep in one side than the other, as if the guy had a limb?
1: There are. There aren't any tracks that you can see because uh, it's sand. <laughs> the whole town is covered in sand, and uh, if there it's... were, you know, tracks two days ago then they would not still be there
2: i gotcha i'm gonna run okay so we already know the sheriff said he was there though but why would there be traps around the okay what else can i tell is there anything else i can tell by investigating the the bench in the area around it
1: i mean you can tell that these traps are meant for the the monster in case it were to get out does that make sense
2: yes so I got it. Alright. I am going to pick up the sprung trap with the fabric still in it. And okay, I'm gonna it's kind of Char- big.
1: <laughs> can you can yeah. you hold it?
2: I am super strong.
1: Okay. Alright. Okay.
2: Need- Is that a strength check? No,
1: Oblux? no, you can hold it.
2: Excellent. It's uh mine I got seven strength. I'm sure it's enough. Okay.
1: alright
2: I'm gonna drag <laughs> it along. Chauncey, I'll be back. Holler if you need me.
1: Wait, where are you going?
2: I'm back to the sheriff's office. I found a piece of his cloak in this trap.
1: Uh, uh, All right. And he just continues doing his thing. Uh, Let me know if
2: you see anything fishy.
1: And he he ignores you when you say that. So you're going back to the sheriff's office.
2: Yep. All right, sheriff.
1: He says, I thought I told you to get out of here, threatening my prisoners and trying to tell me that that I'm the culprit. Who do you think you are?
2: I'm Dartle Pine, K. I i tell you what, we got it like, two hours before we're dead, go put, pushing up daisies, playing first fiddle and Satan's Philharmonic, and you are gonna listen to me. This, I'm gonna hold up the trap, has got your fabric in it. What's going on?
1: As I told you, I was making a perimeter sweep that night, and yes, my leg got trapped in the trap.
2: If you're, you're telling me you're the sheriff of a small town, you could clearly see there's plenty of traps all around here, and you were dumb enough to walk in where there's a huge, accidentally, a huge pile of traps for a monster, and you just did not think that. Come on, you were you were not just walking around and found traps.
1: I don't know what to tell you. Ma- ma- all right, detect thoughts. Here we go. I'm going detect
2: his thoughts. What's what's he saying?
1: Can do you have the spell slot for that?
2: Yeah, yeah, I have three level. I have three level twos. So it's two out
1: of three. Uh, he's panicking.
2: Okay. All right. Intelligence check. Ready?
1: Yeah. All right.
2: Come on. There's a 22.
1: Oh, I got a 21. <laughs> <laughs> you just right. beat me.
2: What's he thinking?
1: He says, oh, man, I got to get out of here.
2: Okay. That's it. Um, That's it. Oh, that doesn't tell me anything else that he already knew. Okay. Here we go. We're going to Twenty- go again then.
1: Go again for what?
2: I, can, I think I'm pretty sure I can just, I can keep, as long as I'm on combat, I can keep doing this as an action.
1: Oh. Um,
2: until you beat me, and then it, I lose everything. Okay. So technically, I can do this every six seconds. Ready? Okay. That is a 24.
1: It's oh, a 16.
2: So now you gotta get more specific. What's he thinking?
1: What is he thinking? I'm trying to, like, give me a second. You got time. He says, I knew I should have been more careful.
2: Okay. <laughs> All right, Sheriff. I know you're up to something. I have. The jig is up. You messed up. Clearly, something's going on. So, you tell me what's going on right now, or Chauncey and I are going to get a little bit uglier.
1: And he says, Chauncey, where's Chauncey? Did you leave him behind?
2: Yeah, he's coming. I'm going to turn. I'm going <laughs> to leave
1: my head out the window. And, he's Oh, Lord, he's coming. Chauncey, <laughs> <laughs> here, please. And uh, he says, oh, so now you need me.
2: I swear to God, Chauncey, just get your ass over here.
1: And he, he starts to pack up his stuff and he's, he's coming over. Okay. And he says, what are you going to do? I'm the sheriff of these parts. How are you going to accuse me?
2: So first of all, you're the sheriff of four people and two of them are locked up. Second of all, we need to talk about this. You need to tell me where that bard is. Here's the thing. I'll give you whatever you want in return. Whatever you are trying to gain from doing this, I will provide you with or help you get it. I also know that there's two people locked up in there who aren't saying anything, which is odd. Because if they're locked up, you'd think they'd be trying to get out of jail. I don't know two people who get locked up who aren't banging on the side of the bars claiming they're innocent. In fact, they don't even, somebody else comes up here and says, I'm trying to get you out of here. And they act like they don't even care. Like, they're not complaining that they're locked up. That's like they want to be locked up. Next, you're telling me that you, as a sheriff in a town that is exactly eccentric, eccentric, no, centered around one singular hole that's filled with traps and you accidentally stepped on one? I think you're getting too close to a place you weren't supposed to be. And don't you think it's odd that the librarian doesn't know anything? Who who else would know something? So you tell me right now, what's going on? I figured it out, the jig is up, and I will
1: blow your head off. If I haven't said this already, it's four o'clock. He says, all right. Okay, fine. You found me out. But the only thing I want is to get out of this godforsaken town that these pe- terrible people have been making my job, living hell for decades now, and I want them all gone. And I have already accomplished that, and with the threat of a monster looming around this town, that will keep them away forever. And as he's kind of monologuing to you, you can see uh, Ray, the, the bartender, yeah. coming up behind him. And he looks at you, and he... Is silent, and he puts a finger to his lip to to signal you to be quiet. And gotcha.
2: Still look at him. Gotcha. Still look at
1: him. He's monologuing and monologuing and monologuing. He says, but now that I have the two of you and everyone else here in this town gone and this bard that will never be found ever again, we I can get out of this town and leave it forever and no one will have another clue. And as soon as he said that, Ray slaps some handcuffs on him from behind and he says Brother Roy you are under civilians arrest for kidnapping and treason against the town of Haven. Watch
2: Ray and Roy really?
1: <laughs> They're brothers
2: <laughs> Ricky, Vicky, and Ray and Roy, alright you got it <laughs> thank you
1: and Ray says, you two go on now. I, uh, You go try to find this bard. I suspect that he is probably down somewhere in the basement. And I will get my, I will bring my brother to justice. You can trust which, me on that.
2: Which basement?
1: The sheriff's basement, sorry.
2: Gotcha, cool. All right, I'm going to run down to the basement with Chauncey.
1: And uh, yeah, so you run down to the basement and you see uh, the bard. He's tied up in the in on a chair uh, next to a harp.
2: <laughs> Excellent. Okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. I'm gonna untie him.
1: And he says, "Oh, thank you, sirs."
2: You're welcome. All right. I got two questions. Number one, was your name Harpo before or after you learned to play the harp?
1: Uh, before.
2: Gotcha. Number two. Can you help us save the town?
1: <laughs> well, I I can go back to, uh, to to go into my duties. It's almost five o'clock. I got to get out there.
2: All right, well, let's go. All right, we're going to run upstairs. Also, what does this guy look like? Like, what's his race? He's
1: what's an his... elf. He's a smaller boy. He's not fully grown, but... Um, so he's
2: my height or shorter?
1: Taller. <laughs> he's, <Okay. laughs> he, he's a small elf boy, which means he's taller than you.
2: <laughs> Great, Good. Great to rub it in. So we're all gonna run upstairs. Chauncey, carry me.
1: And he says no.
2: God, what a pain. All right, we're all gonna run upstairs. Me with my, my stubby legs trying to keep up behind them.
1: And he, uh, you guys, the three of you go upstairs, and you see Ray locking Roy in a cell, and he says, "Go on, boys. You can make it."
2: All right. Thank you. We're gonna keep running. Slow motion. We're gonna play some. uh, Ooh, ooh. You should add like. Ecstasy for gold or something in the background. Right, <laughs> I don't know uh, what
1: that is, but okay.
2: It's the you know the 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 good, bad, and the ugly. Like.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I get you.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: okay. <laughs>
1: okay. I wasn't gonna stop you. Um. So. <laughs> so the three of you run out to the pit. Harpo has his harp and. Uh, he sits on the bench, and the sun is setting. And it is right now; it is exactly four thirty. And uh, he's begins playing his harp as the sun goes down. Night is beginning to fall over the town of Havenwatch, and you two have completed your mission.
2: Awesome, cool. How do we get back home?
1: You have apples.
2: Awesome. Uh, I'm gonna like salute um, Harpo.
1: Okay. And he he gives you a nod as he's playing his heart.
2: And uh all right, Chauncey, ready for the apples?
1: He says, Yes, our our job is done.
2: Got it. What a, uh, yeah, Chauncey, I, I gotta say, man, I you you're great. You know that. Thanks for being you.
1: Uh yes, thank you, Doddle. You're not too bad yourself.
2: All right, I'm gonna bite the apple.
1: Okay, so as you're as you're about to take bites of your apple, you see Ray on the on the front porch of the sheriff station, and he salutes at you as you guys poof home, and uh, your adventure for the day is done as you return to the guild. Hey! And that's the end of the episode! woo woo! Woo! Hey.